The Pat Kenny Show with Aviva Insurance on News Talk. Now, it's the most wonderful time of the year, but it's also the most wasteful time of the year. It's expected there'll be over 10,000 tonnes of waste this Christmas, and that's a 4% increase from last year. Uh, joining us to give us some tips on how to make Christmas more sustainable is Joe Lennon, editor of Climate at the Sunday Times Ireland. Joe, good morning. Morning, Pass. So, um, what to do? Because, you know, the packaging, the paper, the wrappings, the sequins, uh, most of it ends up in the bin, some of it to be recycled, and others will be incinerated or go to landfill. Yes, and I suppose, you know, most of us will be aware of the main kinds of waste. We've talked about food waste, as you said, wrapping waste, lots of plastic, all those things. But there's also that kind of hidden waste that people may not think about. So, for example, our party dresses, you know, we're all like magpies at this time of the year. We all want to wear sequins. We all have the Christmas jumper. But an an unbelievable study found that about 1.7 million sequined items are discarded each Christmas time. Now, that's in the UK, but we're we're pretty on par with our fast fashion on, on this side of the of the the C2. So there's a huge amount of waste when it comes to our clothing. And obviously yeah. a lot of our clothing is made from polyester. So it's a big, big problem, not only in terms of presents and the festive season, but actually what we're wearing, which is amazing. Yeah. So it's probably not going to be a cotton sweater or a wool sweater. It's inevitably going to be a polyester sweater because, you know, they tend to be those Christmas jumpers, cheap and cheerful. Yes, they do. And polyester, nylon, anything like that that's synthetic is derived from oil, it's derived from fossil fuels, it's plastic. And it's not just the waste of, you know, when people throw away those things or discard them. When you wash those items, about a third of all the microplastics that are in the ocean right now come from washing our clothes. So when you put your clothes into the wash, those fibres break down, those microplastics go back out into the waterways. So, So there's so many hidden elements to this and there's so many other ways that we're polluting without even really realising. I know I'm such a Debbie Downer Christmas time, mm. <laughs> Christmas week, but so, so what it's do you do? keep in mind. I, I, I mean, most people who buy these sequin dresses, it's for one season only and perhaps one wear only and then they don't want to wear it again. Yes. And I w- what I would say is, you know, we all do want to wear something nice at Christmas time and we all want to wear that sparkle. The days are, are long and dark. But I, I would just uh, caution people and just have a think, because as you say, these are not items that they're covered in sequins and they're silver or gold. These are not things that we're going to be rolling out generally in June or July. You're not going to get a lot of wears out of it. So I would either say invest in a piece that you really love and pack it away, keep it somewhere safe, and then you can wear it next year. Same with the Christmas jumper. What I like to do is put my Christmas jumper away with my Christmas decorations. So when the time comes around next year, you know exactly where it is. You can take it out and use it again. And then you can actually build memories with that piece instead of buying new every single year. Um, another great thing too, which I'm always banging on about is, you know, if you do want a new piece, buy secondhand. Buy from a charity shop. They're absolutely bursting at the seams with sequined items at this time of the year. Buy from a pre-loved seller like eBay, Etsy. There are so many ways to do it. And then you can also, if you really want to go all the way, you can actually just think of incorporating that silvery glow in different ways. There's an amazing new Irish company um, beauty brand called Anim and they do biodegradable glitter eyeshadow and makeup so that's a great way of doing it and that's all biodegradable and you know what they are developing cellulose plant-based sequins um, and different materials so hopefully in the future a lot of these things will be biodegradable but for now it's about thinking of those things and then obviously when it comes to washing you know I always say wash on a quick cool wash that'll stop a lot of those fibres from getting too hot and dissolving you can also buy something called a guppy French which is amazing that just pops into your washing machine and that will collect a lot about 90% of those micro plastics. Spell that for me please. 
Oh yeah, that's a guppy friend. G U P P Y F R I E N D. You can buy. Yeah, you can buy them online. It's just like a little container that goes into your washing machine. It's not going to make any difference to your experience of the wash or have any impact on the clothes, but it does capture up to 90% of those microplastics. Mm -hmm. So that's a really low maintenance way of actually reducing your impact, which is a great thing to remember. Now, the the whole uh, concept of end of life producer responsibility, this is something that the EU is hot on. So at the time of manufacture, you're also, if you like, designing the end of life Uh, for a particular product. And you can understand in electronics and so on, there might be a, a logic in all of that. How do you do that with clothing? Well, this is the big topic and this is something I'm so fascinated by because at the end of the day, when we're having these conversations, Pat, a lot of the time it does come back on the consumer and what they need to do. And actually, the responsibility should be with the people who are manufacturing these clothes, overproducing, creating things that can't be recycled, creating things that are made of plastic. So the EU is looking into introducing, as you say, end of um, end of life producer responsibility. It works very well in, in other industries. And basically what this would mean in the fashion industry is that whatever the producer makes, they're going to have to figure out what to do with that at the end of its life, which will mean a lot of things. It could mean that producers start making clothes that are recyclable easily. At the moment, they're not because they're made of lots of different fabrics. They could start producing clothes that are a lot more natural so that they can actually be reused. So it is going to change things. Now, we haven't seen anything solid come in yet, but I think in terms of a long-term solution, that's what we really need because at the end of the day, consumers shouldn't have to be the ones to look at this. At the moment, we are, but that would be very exciting, I think. Does it mean that maybe in a decade or so, because it takes a long time for these things to be introduced, in the way that you have the WE directive uh, and you can go to an electrical retailer and bring back stuff uh, that's no longer fit for purpose. Um, you can also go to your local uh, bring centre. But uh, that, you know, places like Pennies and Zara would actually have bins in which to deposit clothing that you bought from them and uh, no longer require. Exactly. And what that would mean is that also for those companies, they're taking back those raw materials and reusing them and not using brand new raw materials, which we are running out of really, really quickly. So in terms of circularity, it makes so much sense, not only for the consumer but and for the planet, but also for the people producing. Again, we're a long way off from it, but it would be amazing to see it come down the tracks and again, get into that circularity mode. Because what we're talking about here is the problem of people buying things once, throwing it away and it being basically the planet's problem. So it should go back to being the manufacturer's problem. And a lot of brands are great, you know. I mean, even Primark have brought in new things like uh, jeans are very, very difficult to recycle because they've got so many different components. The button, the zipper, all the different types of um, joinings. But they've actually introduced a line now that is really easy to recycle. They've cut down on the components. So things are starting to move, although albeit at a very snail's pace. But I think it's exciting to see that come down uh, the line. And again, take that responsibility away from the consumer for sure. Uh, Joe Lennon, editor of the Climate Supplement at the Sunday Times Ireland. Joe, have a very happy, sustainable Christmas. The Pat Kenny Show with Aviva Insurance. Weekdays at 9am on News Talk.